You were created for more, and this show is meant to inspire and equip you with the tools you need to help you live on purpose. This is the podcast that keeps it real and highlights amazing business owners and impact makers so that you get your fire ignited and take your greatness out into the world. If you've got big dreams and know you were created for more, this is the place to be, and I'm so happy you're here. Welcome to the Created For More podcast. Hello, hello, and of course, Happy New Year. I am so excited to welcome you into the 2023 year, and I invite you to listen in, especially if you have not set your goals for the year. This episode is specifically for you, Um, but even if you have and you're ready to go and you're already on fire and on track and making moves, this might also be for you because I tend to be more of that planner and, uh, you know, get things done, start the year off ready to go kind of girl. And this year I haven't been, and it's actually been really awesome if I'm being honest. So I just invite you to take a break, um, listen in, and let's talk about how to give yourself space and grace. I'm loving this term and it's really been what has helped me for the past few months actually get going and um, and feel excited about what 2023 is bringing. So first off, one of the things that I think I always want to do is learn how to cook. Kind of, sort of, not really, but I do. I'm not the greatest cook. I didn't have to do it growing up. So I didn't really learn Um, when I moved out into our first apartment with my husband and girls. um, I obviously had to cook a little more often and get more creative. So I would Google things. I would call my mom and my sister all the time. How long do you bake chicken for? And do I cover it? Do I not cover it? Like all the questions and, you know, just like anything else, the more I did it, the more comfortable I got, the more creative I got, the more whatever. But I honestly don't love to cook that much. Like I love to eat. I love gorgeous, delicious meals when they are served by someone else. (laughs) I just, I don't know what it is. Um, I'm just not the best at it, but once in a while I'll have a cool recipe to try and my family ends up loving it. And When they're easy, I'll add it to my rotation of of meal making. Um, So this, you know, we're just a few days into New Year. I'm not getting overly ambitious yet or overly um, cocky about what's happening, but I am going to try to learn how to cook and make healthier meals. And I'll get into a little bit more of why this is so important in a bit. Um, but this week I've made enchilada soup in the crock pot, super easy. And it was delicious. The family loved it except for Avery, you know, she's kind of picky, but, um, everyone else did. And today I have, um, in the crock pot, a pot roast with some veggies. And like, I almost missed following the instructions of searing it in a pan before I put it in, because I was trying to be a little bit lazy. And then I was like, no, Lisa, just follow the instructions so that it comes out 
you know, closer to the way it's supposed to. So I took my time, I threw on some music and I just spent like 20 or so minutes prepping the meal as the recipe suggested, found it online, pretty simple and like straightforward. And there's, there's a ton of those pot roast crock pot recipes out there. So then I get to the part where it's like the carrots. So I'm like, you know, washing the carrots. And then I'm like, you know, it still kind of looks a little funny. And then I see that the recipe called for peeled carrots. And I was like, Oh, I don't know if these are peeled. I looked at the package. It didn't say, so I'm like, these are probably not peeled carrots. And then, okay, don't laugh, please don't, you know, laugh out loud, (laughs) but I'm like, how the heck do I peel carrots? Okay. Yes. That's, that's the level of chef that I am. I didn't realize that you have to peel carrots because typically I buy like the baby carrots. They're already peeled and, and ready to go. So I have these like fresh, real life size carrots and I can tell like they are not peeled. So I'm, I'm a little savvy in seeing that, but like, we don't have a peeler because I don't, typically peel my potatoes either. I cook them with skin on. There's a lot of vitamins and nutrients in them and we like it. So we cook with and eat potatoes with skin on. So I don't have a peeler. And if on the off chance, I do have to peel a potato, I just use a knife kind of old school. That's the way my mom did it. So that's how I did it. So now I'm like, okay, I don't have a peeler. Do I just like cut the, the extra stuff off of the carrot? I don't know. So I went to Google. I learned that you can get a standard, you know, kitchen knife, but turn it opposite and just like kind of strongly peel off that first layer of the carrot with the back of your knife. And I did it. (laughs) Had to Google it, but I tried it. I did it. I wasn't lazy. I didn't like skip the carrots or go to the store to buy peeled carrots just to, to, uh, I don't know, make it easier for me necessarily. I learned something and I tried it and I'm excited to have dinner and serve this dinner to my family tonight. All of this to say is that sometimes the unknown can make us feel a lot of things. We can feel lazy and look for a simpler solution. We can feel, you know, incompetent, stupid, like a failure. Um, And sometimes this unknown can come from the lack of goal planning or the lack of knowing how to goal plan or what to even put down as your goals. And like, do we get into the word of the year? Like, does everybody have theirs already? I'm going to be very honest. I just figured out mine today. Just like, you know, was put on my heart today. And I was like, okay, that's it. That's what my word of the year is. And here we go. So Again, stay with me today, whether you are on fire with your goals and you already have your year mapped out, or you're feeling like I'm so behind, you know, it's already the first week of January is over and I don't have a clue what I'm doing. Okay. I'm here for you. And there is no judgment. We are going to get through this together. And I hope that I bring some new insight and thought process of how you can do this in a way that doesn't make you feel like you're behind or doing things wrong or whatever, right? We're going to learn how to peel the carrots today in a different way, using the tools that we have access to immediately, right? And we're going to ultimately give ourselves space and grace to start this new year and be more intentional, 
and just get really excited for it. So like I mentioned, I typically am an early planner. I mean, planning is in my blood. I've been doing it for so many years, like over 20 years, if we really want to get into it. And it's just a natural thing. Like I'm pretty good at it. I don't always like to plan because I enjoy spontaneity and flexibility and just kind of relaxation time. So like, I don't always want to have a plan, but I am naturally good at it and I can do it very well. So typically September, October, I'm going to start planning and planning for like the upcoming year, right? Like this last quarter, how am I going to finish off this year? Am I on track for my goals? Have I done what I wanted to do? All the things that I'm thinking about as I'm planning like my last quarter, but also how is that going to flow into my next year? And that's how a lot of people will do this, right? I mean, we talked about goal planning everywhere in the world for this last quarter of 2022. And, and so that was me, right? But like, if you're not feeling motivated or focused or um, really know what you want to do, especially as a business owner, or just, you know, somebody who is like that high achieving goal oriented person, this can feel really frustrating. And this past fall, so like, you know, September, October, we're coming into this quarter four of 2022, which was just kind of a weird year for me anyways. I'm not feeling like I know where I'm going. I'm not feeling like I'm ready to map out an entire year. I don't know that what I'm currently doing makes sense to me anymore. I don't know if it feels good. Like I'm starting to have these emotions and, and you can ask like, my assistant Stacy, who sees me, you know, every single week. And it's like something just felt off and I didn't feel super motivated or excited to do anything. And I kept going forward. I kept the podcast going. Um, you know, we did this holiday business bundle that I really did want to quit a couple of times, but like I stuck with it and I'm like, Nope, we're just going to finish it. Like, I'm not going to let all of these people down. And So that's kind of like how I ended the year, but it's funny because through it all, I was also okay. I was okay with not knowing. I was okay with leaning into that unknown and just really being patient, which is extremely new for me. I am not a, I'm a patient person overall, but like when it comes to me and something that I want done, I'm not patient. So you go back to like my surgery stories. I'm like, okay, surgery was two days ago. Why am I not feeling strong and ready to go? Like my physical therapist would have to tell me, you know, calm down. Like you just had surgery. There's a process to this. Things are happening beneath the surface. And so I've really leaned on that reminder from the two knee replacement surgeries I had in this last quarter of like, okay, like I know God's working, right? I'm going to trust him to guide me through this unknown of not knowing what I want to do, not really knowing what I'm supposed to be doing, who I'm supposed to be serving, um, what my life and business looks like, how it all integrates into like the lifestyle I want and the big dreams that I have. Like, I know that I've put it out there. Now I just need to like be patient and be okay with taking a next step, right? Wherever I feel like I'm being called to go next. 
And it's been a very slow part of the journey and I'm okay with it. Like I have a peace, I have a clarity. Um, well, not really a clarity, I guess, but like I have a piece of just knowing that the clarity is coming. It's developing as I'm trusting and leaning in and just taking a step, right? That feels good. That's uh, in alignment with my boundaries, my values and, and all of that. So 2022 was like a good year. You know, it really was not anything bad. We did have loss, you know, both my, me and my husband lost, um, a grandma, our maternal grandmothers. And those were a few hard months. They both happened towards the beginning of the year. And that was just, you know, a heavy time. Um, but we also did a lot. When I look back at the photos in my phone, I'm like in awe of how much fun we had anywhere from, you know, skating, ice skating, um, family birthday parties, friend birthday parties, traveling. We know we went to San Francisco, we went to New York, got on an airplane. Like after so many years, we hadn't flown for, I don't know, maybe like five years. And we travel like camping wise, right. Or we drive places, but like we hadn't flown anywhere. So that was really fun to take the girls on those two trips. A lot of things have been kind of like revealed and broken down. And even in all of those tough times, like I just feel like there was this inner knowing that everything's going to be okay. Just keep going. Like what's, what's next. Don't feel like everything needs to be done and mapped out and figured out because the journey is what's beautiful. And in those moments of even the loss and the pain was like moments to connect, connect to God, connect to family and remember what's important. So after a breakdown, you know, breakthroughs come. So I just feel like, again, it's all part of the journey. And if we are too caught up in the difficulties of it, we're going to miss out on the opportunity that's possible because of it. So all of that to say, I'm so excited for 2023, even though I don't have a plan. <laughs> uh, I mean, I kind of do. It's, it's, it's being created. So let's continue. I have always used this phrase or like a motto um, of have a plan and then plan to be flexible. But honestly, like, I don't know that I ever really followed it. Yeah, I'm pretty flexible. I wasn't the mom that had like a nap schedule. We kind of were in flow. Like if you're tired, take a nap. But if we're shopping, I'm sorry, you're sleeping in the grocery shopping cart thing or the stroller, whatever. Like um, if it was a simple distraction or something like that, I was fine with it. Um, a, a change in the schedule, a change in the plan. Like if it wasn't a big deal or didn't affect me, like reaching a goal, I guess, or doing something I really wanted to do, I could be flexible, no big deal, you know, whatever. Like I was good for it. But if it was something that I really wanted, that's where this little two-year-old me came out and I'm like upset. I feel defeated. I feel impatient. I feel just like, why isn't this happening on my timeline, right? Why isn't this happening according to the plan that I wanted it to happen to? So I'm learning this like new way of actually feeling that I can be flexible, even when there's big shifts, big distractions, big changes, and I'm not in control, right? And I invite you to do the same. This is the space and grace 
theme that we're going with. It's like, give yourself space, step away from the situation, give yourself grace that it didn't work out the way you wanted. And then you have to trust that, that it's all working out for you, no matter what, even if it's not according to your plan. Right. Um, I always use this other term, like being in a funk. So every, and it's funny because a lot of times it happens to me during this like quarter four time frame, like this winter time frame, I feel like I'm very affected by the weather. And I think a lot of people are because I've had this conversation with several people in my lifetime. And it's been an unusually rainy and gloomy few weeks, like through the holidays, Christmas, we had like 80 degree weather, right? And it was gorgeous. Um, but then that week turned into like rain. So we brought the new year in, in a rainy night, which kind of felt like, eh, like lazy, you know, when it's raining, you just kind of want to curl up on the couch with the book and the fire and hot cup of coffee or tea and just relax, right? Like enjoy the rain. Like I'm all for that. But when you have things to do, at least for me, the rain makes me feel unmotivated. So all of the emotions and not feeling like I knew what my plan was going to be for the year already coming into this end of year time. And then having this weather, I'm just like, what the heck? Like the girls went back to school this week and I, it's, it's just weird and different than normal. That's all I can say about that. So I have this like feeling of being in a funk, right? You get Maybe, I mean, I'm not feeling this now, but in the past when I've had a funk, I'm like feeling a little depressed. I don't want to do anything. I kind of get do what I have to do. And then I like take a nap. I watch trash TV. I binge eat whatever's in the pantry. Like I just don't, I don't know what to do. And I just feel kind of like sad. And I know there's like this sad term for how people feel during the winter months for this reason. But I've also paid attention over the years on how I can come out of that. So that's what I want to share with you today is that when you're in a funk, just be in it. Space and grace, my friend, that's what it's all about here. Knowing that you're learning and growing through something and it will become a magical thing that you don't see yet, right? But you will see it if you trust and lean in and just be in it. So I created an acronym for FUNK that might help you when you're in that uncomfortable, sad, maybe even a little depressed space. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist, psychologist. I am not giving that kind of advice here. This is for like just that standard of I'm not feeling super motivated, like what's going on with me and how can I get out of this situation, right? If you are feeling like extremely depressed or anything, you have to go see a doctor. I am not giving medical advice here, but from experience, my acronym for funk that has helped me is F go do something fun. Remember what lights you up. So many times we, you know, say, I want to start a business so that I have more free time to spend with my kids. But then you start your business and you have no time with your kids that doesn't align with the bigger dream and goal that you had. So remember what lights you up, do something fun with your kids, take them to the park. If that's it, maybe for you, it's, you know, getting into some sort of hobby, like maybe you're going to do candle making, or you want to learn how to horseback ride. I don't know, like whatever you can do 
immediately, pretty much like nothing that you have to plan or have this like big thing, just do something fun, right? Walk away from the normal tasks of the day-to-day and do something fun, get excited, reignite something inside of you, that spark. As soon as you do something fun that lights you up, you'll feel that spark. The next is the you is unplug. You know what that means, right? Unplug from social media, emails, this online world. You know, I love it. The online world has created so many opportunities, been able to help us connect with friends and family that don't live so close, as well as meet new friends in the world all over the place for different reasons. It's a beautiful thing, but sometimes we can get so sucked into it that it actually drains the life out of us. And we forget what being unplugged means and really connecting with nature, ourselves, and other like real life people. So how can you unplug and get out? Can you take a walk? Can you call a friend to meet for coffee? Um, Or do you just need some time to go sit by a lake and read a book or journal? You just want to unplug, get yourself again out of the mundane daily tasks. I'm doing the same things because a funk typically means you need to shake things up and this will help you get there. The N is for checking in with your needs. What do you need? Your mental, spiritual, physical, emotional needs, like these tend to get neglected because we're always on the go. We live in a busy world. We're running businesses. We have families and households to manage. We got to make sure we send all the birthday cards and go to all the birthday parties and, you know, answer every single email. Like there's a lot that we're always giving, 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 and we don't check in with our basic needs, the needs of our body, mind, soul. So just check in, you know, if you sit and this all kind of flows, right? So like, you're going to kind of do something fun, dance party. That's like a fast thing that you can do, right? Throw on some music dance to a whole song and just like shake it off. If that's fun to you, it might not be, but I think most people could enjoy that. Then unplug, go out into nature. If you can take a walk journal, whatever, and then check in. So now you've like separated yourself from the busyness of being in everything. What do you need? Do you need to make a delicious green smoothie to fuel your health and, uh, you know, get some, some vitamins and greens inside of you. Do you need a nap? Do you need a bath, light a candle, put on some soothing music, go have a bath. What do you need to help you reset yourself? That's what the N stands for. And then the K is doing something kind for someone else. When you give of yourself, especially after you've gone through the other steps of F-U-N, fun, unplug needs, now it's like, okay, now how can I give to people? How can I serve someone else? And this can look a lot of different ways. Maybe, you know, you grab a coffee and you pay for the person behind you. Maybe you can leave a nice note for somebody. Maybe you can take a friend to lunch, call your mom or your dad or your grandma and just talk and just you know, like give them the gift of your time because we don't always do that. Right. So how can you do something kind for someone else? And again, this funk acronym is meant to happen over the course of, you know, maybe a few days to a week, right. It doesn't have to happen in five minutes or, you know, this next hour you go through every single letter and do all these things. 
it's really like taking a step back, space and grace, people's space and grace, and going through these motions. And typically what happens is there's some spark reignited where I feel like, okay, this felt really good. Now I'm ready to get focused. Now I can listen to myself more. Now it makes more sense. And I remember what I'm wanting out of my life. And then you can go do it, right? So I hope that you take that funk acronym and use it when you need it, when you're in a funk, okay? Help yourself get that that fire reignited. Going back to this whole planning thing, right? It didn't feel bad saying happy new year on January 1st and not having my goals set or a word of the year ready to go or a plan mapped out of everything that I was going to do this year. You know, I had some ideas, of course, because in our life, there's things that come up and we think, oh, that would be nice. Oh, that would be cool. Oh, I wish I could do this. So I was just spending the time kind of just letting it when it comes to mind, like the whole meal thing, right? Like my whole family needs to eat healthier and I'm the one who typically makes dinner. So, and does the grocery shopping and all of that. So like I have control over this. So how can I start small? Right. So I picked a couple recipes again, it was raining this week. So crock pot soup sounded perfect and it was a hit. And that really made me feel like, okay, like that felt good, right? I might not love the cooking part of it or the unknown of how do you peel a carrot, but I love that end result of a delicious meal, a happy family who likes it and appreciates it. And knowing that I'm serving them something maybe a little healthier than normal. I'm not perfect. I'm not going to be perfect, but we're working our way that way. So yeah, just shifting my goal or my thought process from like goal planning, write it down, get excited. And instead just being in the moment, giving myself space and grace and that uh, permission to not have a word of the year, not have my goal set. And instead, like looking at some of these things that keep coming up in my mind over the years of that might be cool to do or nice to have. And how can I create habits that allow me to be the person I want to be? Because that person is the one that has these big dreams, right? Our potential. That's what we're stepping into. We have to continue growing and being our best self because that's how we're going to continue reaching those big dreams, big goals, et cetera, right? So what does that actually mean? Well, I'm going to give you some examples of what's coming up for me. And again, let this spark something inside of you and inspire you to do the same. First, my health has been crazy for 10 years, right? Or a little over 10 years with rheumatoid arthritis, not being able to do a lot, um, the fatigue, the inflammation, the bone or joint deformation, um, having to have two knee replacement surgeries and not even having to have them. I chose to have them. I wanted them because I knew that they were going to give me quality of life that I was ready for. So becoming a healthy and fit woman, because yes, I gained back those pounds I lost in the beginning of my RA journey, but it's 
it's wanting to be that healthy, fit woman, right? I have three daughters that are watching me and I don't want them to wait until they're in their thirties to start getting healthy. I haven't started that habit. So, you know, they're active because of school and sports and activities, but they're not on a plan to have a healthy life, right? They don't have that guidance. So it's helping me to make better choices in my life because what would a healthy and fit woman do, right? I make healthier meals, right? Not a hundred percent, but a couple times a week, I'm going to make sure that I'm intentionally making delicious meals for my family and myself. It might look like doing it as a family. Like that's actually part of this is like, maybe once I start doing it and getting into the habit, I'm inviting my family once a week to make these meals with me. And this is, Oh, the other thing is going to the gym. So I started going to the gym, mm, I think just December. I don't know. I was like a little off and on with my husband in the fall. And then we stopped and got busy, but I started again with the holidays and our schedule and things like that. I wasn't consistent, but this week I've started going again. My goal is three times a week at minimum plus walks at home, stretching at home. So like all of those decisions are because I want to be a healthy, fit woman. That's who I want to be. So who makes those kind or what does that type of person do? What decisions do they make on a daily basis? And I'm just stepping into that. I also want to be an amazing wife, one who has a great relationship, flirts with her husband, um, has fun together. We dream together. So how can I look at my marriage and my husband differently? What kind of wife or how can I be that kind of a wife? What decisions am I making? So making sure I'm, you know, affectionate, hugging, kissing randomly, telling him, I love him, sending surprise text messages, you know, just other stuff that I'll leave off the podcast for now, because that's with my husband, (laughs) but, you know, really being intentional of what kind of wife I want to be. We have so many different elements in our life that marriage becomes difficult. And when our kids are grown and off, it's going to be me and Gilbert left together. And I don't want to wait until then to have a marriage by then, it'll probably not be that great if I'm ignoring it now. So I'm making those better choices because it also fulfills me when not only am I showing up and being a good wife, I think it, it encourages him to also be a better husband, which makes me feel good. So that's another thing or person I want to be. I want to be a good mom, right? Showing up for my kids, getting to know them, encouraging them by my own actions on how to be their best self. So how am I making opportunities to hang out with them, talk with them, ask questions, but not too many, because if you ask teenagers too many questions, they get all weird on you and whatever, but we try to laugh more. We're playing games together. Um, I like to have that one-on-one time with them, group time with them, family time with them, like all of that. So what, as a mom, who is present with her kids and showing up for them and is an amazing mom and loving them unconditionally. What is she doing? How is she showing up? It's funny or crazy actually to think that my oldest daughter, Allie is going to turn 17 this year. 
And she shared a meme with me earlier this week to say, you know, it's 2023. And basically, you know, if you're born in 2006, I guess, I don't know how she came across it, but you're turning 17 this year. That means you're starting your senior year and you're having your last Christmas as a kid. Like, I mean, it has to kind of break your heart a little bit, right? Like that's crazy to think, yes, she's always going to be a kid at heart. If she chooses, she's always going to be my baby. But like, this is her last childhood Christmas. She is going to be a senior. She is going to graduate high school next year. It's like, what the heck is even happening? So it's just a really good reminder for me too, to know, I mean, it's obvious that time flies and am I using it well? Am I being intentional with my babies? I also want to be an inspiration to women in the world who are going through things, right? So what does that woman do? Like, who do, who do I need to be and how do I need to show up to help them through things, uh, give them love, support, cheering them on? I've been through a lot in my life, you know, not as much as some, but more than others. And regardless, um, there are a group of people who who need that from me. And there are people who you need to serve, right? Like, so the inspiration to those women, helping them persevere, get through and overcome things that are going on in their life. I know that means I have to be more bold in how I show up, really pay attention and be intentional about the messages I share. So like this podcast, any speaking and teaching I do, I've got some other secret goals that I can't share just yet, but things that are in the works um, that are going to help me be an inspiration to women so that they can go on and do their work in the world that they were created to do. Uh, My other who I want to be um, identity is being a disciple of Christ. That's what I'm called to do. So this year what does that look like? I'm seeking God. I'm learning to listen better. When I have a chance to love somebody where they're at, I'm going to do it. I'm going to show up. I'm going to pray for them. If I can help someone like all of that, I'm all for it. I'm all in. I want to be that person for God and this world. That's what I feel like I'm supposed to be doing this year. So when I switched my goal and my dream planning and not just have the goal, not just have the big dreams, but then align it with who I need to be. It actually makes it feel really empowering and way more intentional. Um, It makes sense. It feels better. And it's helping me make better decisions every single day. So as you are starting a new year, happy 2023. I mean, let's make it amazing, right? That's always up to us, no matter what's going on. Whether you've had your goals and plan mapped out for this year already or not, I want you to go into it being that amazing woman you are and show up the way that you need to be showing up every day, all right? For you, for the people around you, and for the world as a whole, we all need to be our best selves. And give yourself space and grace to start this new year off just feeling more at peace, which happens to be my word of the year. It, again, I was just journaling earlier today, 
And that's what really fell on my heart is creating peace, a peaceful, F-U-L-L, peaceful life in everything. I want to have inner peace. I want to have a peaceful home. I want um, just all of it. I feel like there's an ease and a comfort in peace that I really want to cultivate in my life. And that's what I'm going to do. So I hope this helps you also take some stress off of having to make sure that your goals and plan is in place by January 1st this year and every year. But I also hope that it ignites you to lean in to what you're meant to create in your life this year. If you're feeling stuck or if you're inspired to share your thoughts, I'd love for you to send me a message on Instagram I'm Lisa underscore Benavidez, and I cannot wait to see what this year creates, uh, or I'm, I can't wait to see what this year reveals to you. And I am cheering you on. Have an amazing day, week, weekend, and of course, year. See you soon.